Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. All right, folks, here we go. Just a reminder, all of our seminars and camps are eligible for continuing education credits for folks that are in the business and need those towards their current certification, whatever that is, not just our coaching workshops. That said, our next seminar up is October 13th through the 15th, then December 8th through the 10th, then February 9th through the 11th. As far as the coaching workshop goes, this is a workshop that's open to anyone. There's no prerequisite. You don't necessarily have to be in the business, but it is useful to those folks as well that are fitness professionals or personal trainers. If you just want to look to become a better coach, learn about barbell training and strength training in general, come to the coaching workshop. You'll learn the starting strength principles, methodology, and how to take each other through the five-step deadlift setup. Next one of those is September 23rd in Katy, Texas at Starting Strength Katy. Rip will be down for that one. And then Ina is running one on October 21st on Long Island. For self-sufficient lifter camps going on September 23rd in Omaha, Nebraska at Testify Strength and Conditioning, then November 4th in Wichita Falls. A couple spots left at the time of this recording for the squat camp going on in Astoria, Queens on October 7th, then a press and bench press camp going on September 23rd on Long Island, and a deadlift and power clean camp on December 2nd also on Long Island. Squat and deadlift camp in Baltimore at 5x3 training on November 12th, and then some three-lift camps with spots still available October 21st in Brussels, Belgium at Brussels Barbell, November 19th in Glasgow, Scotland, and December 9th in London. Speaking of learning to coach, the online coaches prep course is open to anybody. This is for folks that want to become starting strength coaches and either work independently or work in a gym. It's a self-paced course. You get assigned a starting strength coach mentor that will go over your written assignments and video assignments for the coaching portion of that. So the, really the only prerequisite is going to be that you have somebody to coach and that you're able to video that. For more information on that, head over to startingstrength.com forward slash careers and learn more. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. <laughs> well, this week is our famous, often imitated, never duplicated call-in Q&A where we talk to you on the phone. You call us, we talk to you on the phone, you ask usually inane questions, and I try to provide some entertainment value as a result. And maybe occasionally we get some information transmitted between. But, you know, that's never a guarantee because it all depends on the quality of your questions. And if your questions are, you know, the standard take of the general public, then, I mean, there's only so much we can do with it. But we'll do what we can. Right? Yep. But first... We're going to visit here with a little segment of the general public and read their questions in a in a in a in a little segment that we call comments, comments. From, from the haters. The haters. <laughs> All 
That's all you people waiting on the on hold, on the live call-in thing. Just, uh, just be patient with me. But I, I want you to know, all right, I don't like this any more than you do. I just do them because I'm told I have to. All right? <laughs> it annoys me to have to waste time with this particular segment of the general public. Uh, but, you know, everybody seems to think it's funny, so let's... Uh, Let's dive right into these. Here's some random user-generated username. I've started seeing that. It's pretty weird. Yeah, I don't know why either. I guess people just make accounts to comment and then... And, and then close them down. This is regarding Chase Lindley's 405 Press. Uh, here's the insightful and highly original comment. World's first standing bench press. <clears throat> he didn't bother to look at any of the other comments because that's not, yeah. No. No, he thought he's being original, you know. My, but still, we say this every time, but my favorite thing is it's as if somehow a standing bench press is, easy. is easier. Yeah, well, anybody standing <laughs> bench press 405. <laughs> You can work? do that. I can do that right now. I don't even need to warm up. Like, how would that be easier than just pressing the bar overhead? I, <laughs> man, I logic. don't know, man. I, you know, I don't understand these people. That's why I don't like reading this because it's, it's just it makes my brain hurt that there are people who would say something stupid like that. <laughs> but you know, this guy wore the mask too. Yeah. You know. You know that happened for sure. All right. Now look, here's somebody, Pee Wee's, Pee Weezerman. Uh, says, does Rip have dentures? I assume <laughs> yes, but would like confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Did these Did look like dentures? something I would pay for? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Damn. When you <laughs> when you get dentures, they try to match your. I don't think they like try to match your old teeth, right? No, uh, I've had two friends that had full dent, uh, dental replacements, yeah. and they look like game show teeth. That's it's, all. It's, that's what they're for. Yeah, man. that's what they're for is game show teeth. Well, I remember for a while you had a you had like a thing, right? Because you were having some work done, and it, it looked real weird. You had like a whatever, whatever they call that, but you had a thing that wasn't your tooth yeah. in place while you were letting some shit heal. Yeah, it's it a real it weird looking. Temporary, but that's been long enough ago to where I've forgotten. <laughs> I'm, I'm just forgotten. saying you'd be able to tell if it wasn't real teeth. Right. Nah, it's just, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real expensive, right? Give me that's the, what you want to buy. Give me the 67 right. year look. <laughs> You know, I, I had a bunch of crowns done because, you know, fillings and all this other shit. I yeah. had, so I had some crowns put on, but that's just for my molars. Yeah. Nobody can see them. Right. But at the time, the guy asked me, do you want that diastema filled in? And that's the gap. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, no. <laughs> all of a sudden yeah, I don't want to look like Monty Hall. I mean, you know. All of a sudden you show up one day and you're... And I look like <laughs> <laughs> shit. No, no, that's a bad, that's a bad look for <laughs> grown-ups, right? All right, now 
This is a brilliant comment here. Unless you're seven feet tall and jacked, nobody should weigh 300 pounds. Okay. Like our friend Quincy at the gym. Oh, yeah. He's ridiculously overweight. Oh, he's a big, fat Man. pile of shit. When people I walk vomit. in, I vomit every time I see oh, him. Oh, God, he looks like, you know. When he walks in, everybody says, I'm like glad a... I don't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks like a United States senator. You know? <laughs> oh, God damn. For the yeah, record, yeah, Quincy really is fucking is huge and strong. This guy's, you know, well, everybody's entitled to their own fucking opinion. So this guy's of the opinion that seven feet and jacked, nobody should weigh three hundred pounds. All right. Yeah, all right. This is a this is this is good here because this gets to other people besides me. All right. Patrick Longshanks says, "Is there anybody more annoying than a sales guy at a gym?" <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Ray Gillenwater. See. Now, you laugh, but I'm not through. <laughs> oh, Nick, yeah, there's some shit about you, me right, in there, too, yeah. The walkway is not, is, just, is not just wide enough for regulatory compliance. It's barely wide enough for Nick's lard ass. I think <laughs> it's time to cut the carbs there, bud. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody besides me. I'll have you know that Takes those the brunt walkways, of the criticism. I will have you know that those walkways are all ADA compliant, thanks to what walkways are you talking? He's talking it? about the space between the the platforms. Oh, in the gym. In the gym, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> they didn't measure your lard ass. No, well, I may be wider than forty eight inches. We'll so see. ADA requires a wheelchair to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. In the gym. Uh huh. Yeah, well, makes sense, right? I mean, why do you have a federal government? You're also if it's not to be stupid. You're also yeah. required to have an ADA compliant ramp to go right. up to the platform, right? Which costs four hundred dollars. But if you get the one that's not ADA compliant, which is one inch shorter, guess yeah. how much that one costs? Seventy five. One hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's a premium because it's mandated, <laughs> right? Oh, God, what would we do without them? Man. Yeah, all ADA, those people, all the those Americans people. with Disabilities Act, is the single most expensive piece of legislation the United States government has ever enacted. Yeah. And you know who signed that? George H.W. Bush. Oh, was it really? Yes. Is that recent, huh? Yeah. A Republican, well. right? They're known for these kind of things like the Patriot Act, the CARES Act. Yeah. They just love the wealth transfer thing, don't they? Yeah, they but, do. But it's called the Patriot Act, so it's good. So it's patriotic. And the CARES Act. And, and the CARES Act because they good. care about Because you. we care. Yeah. We care. About you, the taxpayer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. All right. Patriot Act. All right, here's somebody named John Michael Moki Jiu-Jitsu. So this is a Jiu-Jitsu guy. Man. Right. Got to be intelligent. This is about advice <laughs> to get blood pressure down from Starting Strength Network previews. Dude is a fire hydrant. <laughs> what? Dude is a fire hydrant. Who is he talking about? Oh, he's talking about the the, the kid that called in. Because remember, he was 5'3". Oh, yeah. He was 190 pounds. Yeah. And he was squatting 650 or some crazy <laughs> yeah. shit. 
That was right. that's not a hater comment, Bree. That's a that's a lover comment. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's worse things to look like than fire hydrants. Fire hydrants, not yeah. Scarecrows are worse than fire hydrants. <laughs> aren't they? Have a word with her about yeah, yeah. About being a little bit more it's, careful with it's her the comments. whole not really having a sense of humor thing. She didn't know how it works. <laughs> right. No, that's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Have you ever actually seen her <laughs> laugh so hard she couldn't catch her Man, breath? Man, I remember her saying a funny thing, but I, I wish I would have written it down. <laughs> she occasionally has said a couple of funny things that were real dry that I was impressed with. <laughs> But the thing is, but she wasn't laughing. When no, she no, said. no. She just she thought they were like factual. Yeah, <laughs> they were, are, they were accidentally. Funny. These are just factual things that are going through my brain. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. Is that dickhead Mark the fucking Ripito still around then? Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, where am I going to go? <laughs> That's from new to the bench press. Start here. Now, who did that? That wasn't me. I had nothing to do with that whatsoever. I don't know. Who, I don't remember. I Steve Ross. Steve Ross. Yeah, a guy that needs to be three hundred pounds actually. Because he's seven and a half feet tall. God, he's like eight feet tall. Maybe eight or feet. Some shit. Yeah. Poor yeah. guy. <clears throat> All right, and here's the last one. All right. Uh, this is trap bar continuing to pay dividends man we need to come up with another idea like yeah. that because this is the, that's the most valuable video yeah we have ever shot didn't we talk about doing a kettlebell one yeah we did we need to do to that yeah we need to do a kettlebell thing looking at you standing there makes your content completely unreliable you do not look like someone who knows about what you are presenting Sorry, just a lack of trust, whoever you are. Also, <laughs> oh, it continues. This is a brutal take Also, down. Trap Bar is a good, safe alternative. Ah. But not for people who want to lift 400 pounds. Ah, okay. Even a child can probably deduce this. <laughs> well, what about all the children in the <laughs> Army? <laughs> They have yet to deduce that. Please do not educate, E-D-Y-U-C-A-T-E, anyone anymore in the Internet. Man. That's a tough one to come back from. Yeah, it's, you know. See, when Bree picked that one. He makes one, a she, lot of good points, though, doesn't When Bree picked that one, she goes, you tell him. <laughs> in <the> print. <laughs> So anyway, that's our uh, version this week of comments, comments. From, from the haters. Wonderful. What we want to do today? Should well, we take let's phone calls? take some phone calls. Let me get my headphone in. <clears throat> that's the right one there, I think. Right. So now they're they're non-binary. You can put them on in either ear. I don't know. That's not the impression I get. They've got an angle to them. Yeah. Oh, they, they are. are. They're right are. hand, left hand. Binary angle. then. They're binary. Well, what did I identify so, as? Huh? 
what do they identify as? Well, I've got the one that's identified as right. Okay. In my right ear. Yeah, is but that he, okay? he might look like he identifies as right. He's going down but, a bad path here. You're well, saying it, he? It says. Oh, shit. She. Yeah. Has a R and a red dot. Well, there are guys with dicks that say they're women. There are guys with dicks who say there are guys. Yeah. There's more of them. Yeah, but right. I'm <laughs> more of them. I'm just confused by the whole thing. You know, I saw our commentary number thirteen. Yeah, I thought that turned out real well. I think so too. Yeah, those of you that haven't seen that need to get on the network and watch our commentary. Commentary number thirteen. It it uh, once again beats the dead horse of <laughs> boys in the girls division at sports. It, more so the locker room. <laughs> The locker room, yeah, that one really was about the locker room, yeah. and uh, you ought to you ought to watch it. I think it's uh, rather hard hitting. Don't you think? Did you watch that yet? Not yet. It's it's a rather hard hitting commentary, and uh, it indicts uh, uh, the YMCA organization in the state of Ohio to a rather strident degree, and uh, yeah, I think it's. I think he makes a good point. You know, I think we're right on. I think nobody else is saying the the things that we say in quite the same way we say them. I'd love to know what the membership numbers did at that place. Because um, <clears throat> well, I, I, I don't know if people understand this, but if you uh, disagree with something, you can stop. Stop paying, paying for yeah. it. Right. Yes, that's what you should do. Stop paying for it. If you continue to pay for it, the assumption is that it's okay with you. Yeah. Yep. So that's what you yep. you know need to do. So. Yep. Well, should we give right. out the phone number? Yeah, let's give out the phone number. All right. If you want to talk to Rip, it's one eight five five four nine zero zero one two five. Eight five five four nine zero zero one two five. Man, professional. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, that's the same. Is that the same number we always use? It's always the same. Yeah, it's always the same number. Yeah, don't don't I say that every time too? Yeah, I say that's the same number. Mm-hmm. Right, it's programmed. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll continue to do that because, you know, I just can't help myself. <laughs> All right. So let's talk to whoever it is. Who's first? Well, I'm scared to say the name, so we'll just let them say hello. Hello, you're on. You there? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, what, what, since Nick is afraid of you, why don't you tell us your name? Hey, can you hear me, fellas? I can hear you. Did you hear me? Hey, this is Don from Virginia. Don from Virginia. Dom, like Dominic. Dom. D-O-M. D-O-M is in Mike. D, like Delta, Oscar, Mike. D-O-M, right? Correct. Dom, so. Correct. He thought it was some kind of a Dom sub no, it's thing Don. going on. It says, it says Don. Don but the, uh, oh, it says Don. But every time we try to read the name off here, it's wrong. It's wrong, yeah. And then we have to go through this whole thing. It's like, wait, my name is Joe, not yeah. Don. Yeah. And then it was like, what the hell? My name is Joe. <laughs> J-O, not J-O-E. Well, J-O is the feminine pronunciation, the spelling of Joe, right? Is it really? Yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, it is. It's uh, Josephine, short for Josephine, so it's J-O. Oh, the, with no E. Got it. Right, with no E. 
Right. So anyway, uh, Dom, what's going on? Dom wants to talk. Dom, what's your question today? I've got two questions for you. One is programming. One is also on certification and employment. So to right. start programming solution, I'm 31, currently just shy of 240. Lifts, deadlifts, about 505 for five. Press, about 205 for five. I've had to reset my squat and bench due to some injuries, but we'll say they're, once I get back up, it'll be high threes on the squat and about 300 on the bench. How so, tall are you? Programming. How tall? Uh, five are you? nine. You're five nine. Five nine. All right. That's a pretty big discrepancy so, between squat and deadlift. Was that there prior to the injuries? Uh, no, I I, uh, I do Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. I also work two jobs. One of the bitches as a bouncer, so I just get a lot of bumps and bruises that kind of get in the way of things. So I've had to rerun the NLP a few times on those. Okay. All right. So what's your programming question so about body weight specifically so i went ahead did what you said just got a bunch of weight um, i'm a fine with current body composition but with respect to just progress on all the lifts is it preferable for me to stay about 235 240 and just hang out at this weight or in that range or would it be more to my benefit to say do a quick cut and then build back up do i need to be in an active surplus or can i stay in this weight range well i think you probably should think about staying in that weight range at five nine and with a squat that's not 600 pounds i mean you've got some you yeah, you you need to grow into that body weight or you and i wouldn't cut <clears throat> Yeah, don't I, cut for sure. I, I wouldn't cut, but I would grow. I would think about growing into that body weight because you're not at your potential for that height and body weight yet. Are you still doing the uh, martial arts stuff? Yes, it's about two days a week. So I do jujitsu and Muay Thai on the same day twice a week, and then it's currently running about the advanced program. Did, did advanced you, novice. <clears throat> did you gain weight? Uh, have you have you always been around two forty, or did you gain a bunch of weight? No, I had a pretty varied athletic background. Like when I ran, I ran track. I hurdled in college. At that point, I was about one sixty-five. So, when I started the NLP, that was about a year or two ago. I was about one eighty, one eighty-five. Well, that's good. I mean, <clears throat> so, well, the reason I'm asking this have you have you noticed any degradation in your performance in jujitsu and Muay Thai from gaining weight and getting stronger? Oh no, I mean, you know, it's a different level of conditioning because I gained the weight. It's the heaviest I've ever been, but I mean, you know, it is when you're when you're that much stronger. At that point, you're trying to not use your strength so you can focus on technique right. and leverage. So, no, I haven't noticed any degradation on the sports side. Excellent, excellent, good. Well, I think <clears throat> the thing to do is to hold your body weight about there. Yep. But you need to be looking at squat numbers up in the fives, and deadlift numbers up in the sixes. Right. Did you did you mention your bench? Bench, uh, before I injured and I'm rerunning it, I was running, I think my last work set before restarting it was just, I think 300 for three. All right. Uh, sets across. Yeah, that's a little light. So everything was too. progressing well. I just. You, you, you yeah. need to, you, like I said earlier, grow into that body weight. Grow your lifts into that body weight. Just stay there, stay where you are, and let's recompose. Uh, 
from being a little bit fat to a little bit leaner. Yep. And you do and that by staying, not by, not by cutting. Do not, right. don't cut. Cause do if, not if you, cut. If okay, you, so if, if just maintain been, where I'm at. Yeah, if you've been doing all of your stuff at your current body weight and you're fine in terms of how you feel you're performing, uh, all that's left is for you to make up the strength that's lagging by mm-hmm. doing the program correctly and running the, specifically the squat up. And yep. making it catch up. <clears throat> yeah, your your squat's light. You need to need to get that up. And uh, five Understood. pounds of workout, just the standard approach to strength training. Just increase the load. Same sets and reps. Increase the load a little bit at a time. And uh, it'll be there. It'll go up. It will go up. Gotcha. Right, now, what's the other question? Oh, so uh, certification and employment. So I, I talked to Eno about a year ago, uh, right. just picked to brain a bit about some options. I went actually attended a seminar with um, Emily and Diego at Five by Three in Baltimore in 2020. So I went out with the seminar with them. I have done very little uh, training, just some friends, but very infrequently. So besides training myself and training them, I haven't done too much. So I'm looking at attending a seminar probably this coming December, but maybe February. Mm-hmm. Like my question is, would it, would it behoove me to do the platform exam on my first official seminar in Wichita Falls, or should I just go in, attend the seminar regularly, and proceed with the, the platform exam later? Well, uh, if, you're, if you haven't been coaching people, you're not going to pass the platform. No, you're not going to pass the platform unless you have been charging for your coaching for a year. Yeah. Well, here, you know, here's you, here's what you're asking, and let me answer the question for you. Because what you're asking is, should I opt in? Because I don't think you're expecting to pass, right? So what you're asking is, should oh, I correct? Correct. I, you're asking, should I opt in so I can get some feedback on my coaching? Don't do that because <clears throat> the feedback that you're going to receive, we assume at the seminar when you opt in for the certification evaluation, we assume that you are ready to go. We are not doing coach development at the seminar. The seminar is for delivering the starting strength method and teaching it to people uh, who are not you, right? <clears throat> so um, the feedback that you're going to get, I'm going to tell you right now, the, the report that you're going to get back is you failed because you don't have enough experience, get more experience. I mean, that's essentially what it's going to boil down to. So um, what, you should, what you should do is come to the seminar and ask your individual coaches on the platform for coaching feedback in real time, and we would be right. more than happy to give that to you, and you'll have a much better experience that way. Well, now, and let me let me look let me address this for everybody else that's listening right now. When you come to the seminar and you opt in, the people who do not opt in do not receive uh, a different product than the people who do opt in. Right. Yep. All right. If you opt in, we're just we stand back and let you hang yourself. All right. If you don't opt in, we see you fucking something up on the platform. We step in in order to preserve the experience for the person that you are coaching. If you're not getting the job done, we make up for that with the platform staff. They're not going to let you fuck this thing up for somebody else. But when you opt in you don't receive any more information than if you don't opt in so if unless you're ready to go and i don't think you are don't opt in 
just come to the seminar, get as much out of it as you can, never stop taking notes the whole 25 hours. Take notes. Write down everything and take those back and study them and apply all that to your coaching practice, coach, and coach some more and then pick another another time, say nine months away to come back and actually sit for the exam. All right. But, right. but, uh, yeah, the seminar is not a, it's not a, people say this all the time. They say, I'm going to the coaching seminar. Um, and, and people even hesitate to come to the seminar because they think it's a coaching product. It's not, it's not. a learning experience. Um, what the, the seminar is just set up in such a way that we, that we can evaluate, uh, potential candidates for the SSC, uh, by outsourcing some of the work that we're doing to them during the seminar. Right? Yeah, the so seminar is not. That's all it is. The seminar isn't <clears throat> isn't training coaches. No, the seminar is training lifters. Right. Yeah, we use the seminar as an opportunity to examine your ability to coach, but that the thrust of the seminar is not coaching the lifts. The thrust of the seminar is explaining to you why the lifts. Are, are executed the way they're executed and explaining to you why we program the lifts the way we do. We explain the starting strength method. And why we use the lifts we use to. Right? But since there are 30 people there, we take this as an opportunity to examine the people that want the coaching certification for competence. And that's, that's as best I can explain it. It's, right. it's not designed as a coaching seminar it's not what it's for yep okay so i hope that helps you make your decision yes quick follow-up to that then there's one thing i'm getting caught up in because i'm just not familiar with it is the is the legal and liability matters i went through the forums looked at some of the articles my understanding is that there there are certain organizations where going to the seminar will qualify me for liability insurance under certain companies is that accurate yes that's accurate Okay, so best thing to do would be go to the seminar, come as a lifter, take a bunch of, bunch of notes, then I can get in liability insurance from there and start coaching outside. Well, right. look, man, here here in 2023, you don't even need a certification to get insurance. Anybody will give you insurance. If you go, yeah, like, if you, go. I, you know, sports, and we've had a relationship with sports and fitness insurance out of Madison, Mississippi for quite some time, and they recognize the, the quality of our of our seminar product and they'll insure you on that basis now i don't know that anybody else will do that they will next next insurance and sports and fitness for that matter um, at least last time i checked they will they'll they'll if you if you uh pay them for liability insurance you tell them what activities are involved in and it's personal training um you just select other and they'll uh, they'll they'll insure you so. personal training uh liability insurance is an extremely profitable product yeah because there's just not many there's not any claims any claims right there's just not any claims on a yearly basis against that if there is i i haven't heard of one in a long time right you know so it's a it's a it's a bunch of just greasy fat profit for these guys (laughs) and they're happy they're happy to take your money 200 bucks a year or something like that that. yeah if that you know Right. All right. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, gentlemen. That's Thanks for the call. See you in a few months. See you. See you. All right. All right. Looks like we got our friend Guido. Guido. 
Guido calls all the time. Nick, Nick, how you guys doing? Hey, Guido. He's trying to get on Ask a Jew, and we I never. Guess, uh, we never the hell's going on? Guido's a, is a wop. He's not a Jew, Guido's is he? Guido's a Jew. <laughs> Guido's a Jew. Well, I'm. Uh, I'll just go fuck myself. Well, I'm non-practicing perfidious Jew. You well, know. Well, neither is Ray. I'm a perfidious non-practicing Jew. Uh, Ray's not a rabbi. Yeah, but he I mean, certainly <laughs> looks the part. I mean, I mean, have you got your yarmulke <laughs> on right now or not? <laughs> No, I've got my painter hat on. Well, see, you're fast. you're not a Jew. <laughs> you're not a Jew. You're a fake Jew. <laughs> yes, but still, I'd like to throw my hat in the ring. Should uh, well, you know a, Nina Koppel or Ray Gillenwater not be available? I mean, they're the reigning king and queen of Ask a Jew. Let's right. just put that That's up true. front. But yeah, you need to back know, up. I would graciously and, and the only reason for that is we have a relationship with them, and we know them, and we're not. We know they're not going to say anything incredibly stupid during the. Or get offended in the when, segment, yeah. or, or get offended when I talk about making lampshades out of it, stuff like that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's great. So, a couple things. I right. uh, wanted to give you guys the good news. My, my wife and I attended the uh, bench press press lifters camp with Andrew Lewis at Starting Strength Indianapolis. Assisted by his able apprentices, Adam Cassius and Adam Oliver, and it was great. The training was great. The camaraderie was great. Q and A. And uh, Andrew Lewis runs a great gym up yeah, there. Yeah, right. Great culture. Andrew's great okay. Culture. He's kind of my wife. Red. He looks too much like Anthony Oliver for my taste, but other than that, I guess he's all right. Anthony Oliver. That's the country. Yeah, well, he wasn't Western wearing suspenders. Oh, uh, the song everybody's excited about. Yeah. Looks like yeah. Andrew. Let me see. Right. Yeah, he does. Right. Nice. Oh, you know who that guy looks like? That Anthony Oliver guy looks like is is Marie Marie's boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Looks exactly like that yep. guy. Yep. Husband. Husband. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're we're, we're, oh, we're working yeah. on that. Yeah. But uh, no, Andrew put on a, a, a great show. Good. And uh, my wife and I just had such a good time that we have declared ourselves officially starting. We're strength tourists. Starting strength well, ambassadors for you guys, and our goal is to visit all. We're going to visit all the franchise gyms in the United States, make special guest appearances, while building friendships and supporting the cause of starting. Well, strength. I'll tell we you what, inspired. you you need to make a trip to Texas again because uh, we've got the highest concentration of starting strength gyms in the country down here in in Texas, and Oklahoma's within driving distance. So you know they're just right up it the is. road. It is. I think within uh, a six-hour drive of here, there are how many starting strength gyms? Seven? Eight. What, five, eight. ten? Eight? Yep. Maybe nine if you want to count. So San I could Antonio. just do the circuit. Yep. San Antonio's six hours. Six hours, right. Yeah, right at six hours. Houston. So we could eight. just do the circuit, basically. Well, you could. yeah, Houston is about six hours, so it, it's it's more like eleven. Really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be a, yeah, that'd be a great time because I think I think every experience at Starting Strength gyms have been just tremendous from uh, my wife and I. We know I think you'd be tired of it by the time you get through about seven of them. <laughs> You, know. you think so, Rip? Yeah. Gosh, I I hope well, they, they are set up be, to be all the know, same. They're all thing. exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> You find, well, the personalities are different. Well, so my the personalities are all different, you know, and uh, you've got, uh, I mean, Diffley and Chase are kind of like different. You know? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. 
yes. a little different guys. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, there's, there's some variety in terms of the the people you'll run into. Well, that, and that goes along, you know, well, that goes along with the colorful cast of characters who are part of starting strength. And that's well, just part and parcel of it. And we embrace that. We, I we think you stumbled great. onto the colorful cast of characters reality of the starting strength organization. I mean, we have, and we appreciate it. That's one of the more endearing qualities. Yeah. For sure. So I've got a serious question All right. for, for the three of you. Um, we visited, when we were in Indianapolis, we visited a couple of dear friends. We've known them 40 years. And the guy is... I'm shocked 50s. that you're that old, Guido. You seem well, like a younger he, well, man. Well, he's, he's younger than me. <laughs> well, I'm a man of senatorial age, Rip, just like you. Yes. I'm 62. So this guy's in his 50s. He is almost 350 pounds, pre-diabetic, high blood pressure, but here's the tough part. He's got spinal disc compression and stenosis of the spine, and I wonder if these conditions would prohibit him from strength training with Andrew Lewis. Everybody has got, everybody over the age of 40 has got spinal disc morphology. Everyone, without exception, every human being striding the planet has got a fucked up back. All right, that's normal right. for Give a it. bipedal creature whose spinal morphology evolved as a quadruped. That's just normal. So, uh, no, that doesn't disqualify him at all. What disqualifies him is his lazy ass is not going to want to do this, or he wouldn't be no kidding. 350. That's what will disqualify him. So... I, you well, know, that's you, a good point. I don't know that I would expect him to rise to the occasion. It would be wonderful if he did. It'd be real cool for him and his family if he, you know, waddled into the gym every once in a while and actually started doing something to increase his muscle mass and then, you know, quit eating sugar <clears throat> like a child because that's how they get real fat. Everybody gets fat from eating sugar like little children. We shouldn't feed children True. sugar because it teaches them that sh sweet is a reward for good behavior. And that's not what you want them to learn. And you, you program them like that when they're little kids. It's real hard to get past that when you're an adult. You know, sometimes... It's a national addiction. It, yeah. it is a national addiction, and sometimes it can be mitigated with the judicious application of Scotch whiskey, because Scotch whiskey is ah. not sweet. And if you can substitute that pleasure for donuts, it's a lot better. Interesting. <laughs> it's a very interesting. It's calorie-free. Calorie calorie so no, no, they're feed, not. It's not exactly feed your calorie child. <laughs> it's Scotch not exactly calorie-free instead of but it's but the but, kids too, though. I mean, yeah. look, but, but nobody. I mean, if you're, I don't know if, if you're drinking like scotch, scotch whiskey all day long. Well, yeah, that's true. Like that's people true. eat donuts, it would be much harder to eat a to drink a scotch whiskey. Yes, all, all day. day long, it doesn't yeah. doesn't really work. Yeah. So if you have two or three of those at night, sure. in lieu of donuts, <laughs> all fucking day, you know. I like how he thinks that people just eat donuts. All, like that's how you eat donuts. Just well, all I, I, donuts are a proxy for sweet stuff. Long. Okay. Okay. Don't be literal. I mean, you're that's, smarter. That's than like that. mainlining donuts, actually. Yeah. You, so, so you're suggesting have them substitute one vice for a lesser vice. Yeah. 
you know, in the spectrum, the, the scotch is less intense. Than now, the take him a bottle of Lagavulin 16. Man, I really think and that's And say how... all that other sugary bullshit, the Cokes and Dr. Peppers and shit yeah, you're drinking. Just take a hit right? of this anytime. Just, yeah. I think know. that's usually how yeah. drug rehab yeah. works anyway. They just substitute cigarettes for whatever yeah. illegal thing you're doing. You know, right. all these dudes chain smoke. Man, you'll need like, to start smoking. Yeah. <laughs> you're a heroin addict and you don't smoke? What? Here you go. Here's here's the solution. Here to you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I will I will suggest that he go see Andrew. That he make a he makes a pill. I think you because, need to do I mean, that. Sometimes he's in so much pain. He needs a scooter, and he needs to get training. It's just I don't think I have. You said he had spinal stenosis I'm, too. I'm in the closest plan. His spinal stenosis, discompression. He uses a walker after. Where, where, do you know where his spinal stenosis is at? He's in excruciating pain. Well, if um, he, it's in the lumbar, he uses lumbar, a walker. He needs, After 40 yards, that's what he's good for. He needs to talk to a doctor about getting the stenosis fixed. I, look, I am not going to sit here and ever recommend lower back surgery to anybody. Yeah. It, it fixed I, John. It fixed no, John. No, it only works a third of the time. It works one third of the time. It, it fucked John Wilson all the way up. But when and, you've got and an it obvious hadn't done thing. Ronnie Hamilton any favors either. But when you got an obvious thing like lose a hundred pounds or just start moving yeah, around, yeah. You know, right. it's different when this you've got is, somebody who's active and training hard and doing things. Yeah. You know, maybe you maybe maybe you might consider it because you have no other well, option. There, well, if, you know, if, if, the spinal, if you want, this guy wants surgery, he needs a gastric yeah. bypass is what he needs. But certainly he doesn't need a goddamn lower back operation. No, that's that's crazy. No. Nobody ever has no, one lower back care. operation. That's just, that's, you know. No, we're going to try to keep him away from the surgeon. Yes. We don't want to go that way. No, what he needs to do is quit eating sugar and go to the gym. What we have found in in the gyms, and this is nationwide in affiliate gyms and and in the franchise gyms, is everybody with chronic low back pain that starts our program uh, reports that it's either gone or fantastically diminished in about three weeks that's the standard i've heard that and experienced it myself yes and relate that that to your chubby buddy and and just have him uh you know i mean he just needs to get up off his ass i just you know guys that are in that kind of situation you know the the uh success rate is fairly low it's fairly low. Yeah. They're not used to discipline, and they're not we, used to yeah. not telling themselves that whatever they want to eat or whatever they don't want to do is just fine. Well, I'll get the message to them and just say, listen, this is what you need to do. You need to get off sugar and you get your ass in the gym. That's it. Because we don't want them to give up, Rip. Nope. We don't want them to give up. No, and you can encourage him a little bit yourself, but if he gives up, it's not your fault. All right? You... Everybody sure. gets to decide how they want to die. If they kill themselves that they way. Do. And uh, speaking of which, how would you, how would you how would you train someone who has had bariatric surgery and lost 100 pounds? Just put them on the program. Put them, put on, them the on the program. What about calories? Protein well, they're, shakes. They're, they're going to everybody that's had bariatric surgery eventually grows their stomach back anyway. They stretch it back out. Within two years, they're eating just like they previously did. Uh, if you can, oh, now, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's a, that's a low success rate too. Uh, human oh. being's ability to abuse himself is 
it just really isn't <laughs> terribly well appreciated. Uh, yeah, they, that that happens quite frequently. Uh, you, 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 you know, at first, after they had the surgery, they, they can't eat but three or four bites at a time because they get full. Right. And that's the point, right? So if a guy is going to train under those circumstances, he's going to have to eat three or four bites about ten times a day just to get enough protein and nutrition in. And shakes. Shakes are good. Little ones. Yep. Uh, he's going to need to take a bunch of vitamins because his ability to absorb nutrition has been greatly diminished because of the loss of the stomach. And uh, It's a whey protein isolate. It's a multivitamins and minerals. Uh-huh. Yep. It's terribly okay. critical. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll get her on that then. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Guido. I really appreciate it. Talk to you next time, man. Absolutely, Rip. Okay. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you guys. Okay, good. Thanks Have for the one. call. All right. All right. Good old Guido. Hello, you're on. Hey, guys, this is Henry. Hey, Henry. And Henry's ready to Hi, go. Sapton, man. Yeah. I'm doing pretty well. How are you, Mark? I'm all right. I'm all right. For a change uh, of pace, I'm all right. Um, really appreciate all the work you guys have done. I've gotten a lot out of the, the content, the network, the books, all that stuff. So really a big fan of all you guys have been doing. Um, I had put some stuff on the net. Uh, Rusty was helpful when I first started working and training my son. Uh, my son is 14, and I started him on the NLP in April when he turned 14, and we were training three days per week. Right. Uh, from that point till about now, and the football season just started. He just started high school. He's a ninth grader. He's an athletic kid. He took to the program really well. This last year was a big growth year for him. He grew, he grew about five inches, and he put on about forty pounds in body weight Ooh, over the past year. Anabolic and I was monster. thinking about, and I was thinking about in-season training, and I wanted to tell you what I was thinking of doing, and I wanted to get your thoughts and see if you agree mm -hmm. or you would adjust anything. Thought. You know, football practice is every single day, and then there's games as well. So it's it's got a big commitment to it. So I thought we would train two days a week. Um, we would squat, sets across, three sets of five, one heavy set of deadlift, and then alternate press and bench press, and then work in chins. Um, and we did that throughout you know, the last five or six months. He took to it very well. He was continuously improving on his lifts. And I thought, you know, what's the best thing now, considering that he's 14, um, he's a basketball player, he's a football player, you know, plus obviously a student. So there's, there's a lot of commitment there. And I want to make sure that he keeps making progress, but don't want to necessarily, you know, overwhelm him um, with too much, again, considering his age and such. So that's what my thought was. And I wanted to see if you thought that that was a good plan or if you would do something different. When is his off-season? Well, the off-season, we just passed it. So, um, if he's doing football. He's basically in off in the summer. summer yeah, because if, right. if he's basketball and football, he's not going to really have right. an off-season during the school season. He doesn't have an off-season from September yeah. to May, probably. He's going to roll right in. 
The biggest problem that you're going to face are these coaches are going to have him get in the weight room and do four sets of 12 at 60% just to wear them out. And that's going to affect any kind of real gains he's going to be able to yeah. get during the season. Yeah, the situation has always got to be measured against the idiots who are in charge of his behavior at school. Okay? Are they lifting at school as part of this? They always do. They do. Well, that, that won't be the problem. I, I know the people there. They know that I am part of the strength community, and I was very clear with him and some of the folks that I know there. And they're like, hey, man, if you have them on a program, whatever you're doing is obviously working. They, they, they're so always going to say you, that, but they won't give a shit. So here's the deal. They're going to want to see him work with all of the kids. That yeah, or he's, the not a, he's not being a member of the team. Team, team the player. Team dog so team. I, I, I've, I've, I've experienced the same thing, and those coaches are going to say the thing to placate you and say, oh, yeah, you know what you're doing, but you know what? I know what I'm doing better. But I – I am the coach. That, that's a, I know it's a cynical way. Of, I am the coach. I know it's a cynical way of looking at it, but I've it's the I've seen it. Way of yeah, I've seen it. it over and over again. Um, I, the the thing is, I understand talk about that a bunch. I certainly understand that, but but let, let's say that I'm you know again right now. Let's over the over the course of the next three months while we're in season, his training is going to take place here at home. We have uh, uh, a comprehensive uh, you know setup here in right. in the house and all. So what's right. going to be being so, done? Okay, so, so listen. Here's the primary consideration. Let's say that everything takes place the way you want it to. Let's say that they leave him alone yep. at school and they don't fuck him up as, as the, is the standard procedure with high school football coaches. Let's say that somehow you've got an ideal situation that does not involve them undoing everything you've done. The whole thing hinges on Eating. diet eating his nutrition is the is the is the primary mm-hmm. consideration he has to eat he so has much to eat, eat five thousand calories a day he needs to get up okay. and he needs to have six eggs in the morning for breakfast with a bowl of oatmeal every single mm-hmm. day he needs six, maybe eight eggs and a bowl of oatmeal and if he won't do that then you're not going to make this work and, All right, because and, you can almost mitigate the effects of stupidity at school if the kid will eat enough, if he'll eat enough. But most of them won't. Most of them won't do it. They just are. They've got other things on their little minds, and they are not going to get up in the morning and make breakfast he, when they could stay he, he asleep. Sa- he sounds like he sounds like a motivated kid. So if he if he is a motivated kid, then he's going to make his going to make effort into this part um i think your big question is also programming on this um you know i think you have a good idea of doing your volume and then a heavy and then only doing it twice a twice a week because if he's practicing at school and he's also playing a playing the actual game on friday there's only so much he can yeah that's that's going to be a training effect as well yeah so um just you're going to have to play around with it i've done a whole lot of playing around with my my kids that are in sports you know i've got one kid that's just spread too thin and we're doing what we can but you're gonna have to play around with it but that's exactly what i would do i would do a more volume day at the beginning of the week do a heavy day towards the middle of the week and then let him play his sport right like monday thursday yeah something yep. like that. yes monday thursday would be monday thursday is a good is a good way to approach that yes. the, the if three sets of five on monday and one set of five on friday mm-hmm 
or Thursday. Thursday. And 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 that won't mess him up for for the game. It won't. Yeah, don't don't mess with the set with the reps. Just do fives. Mm-hmm. So let me let me assume for a second that he will do things correctly because there's no reason to change anything if things are working. So if if the, if he's 14, I think that's what you said, and he's and he's gaining weight, um, and yeah. he's not getting beat up. At practice, you know, if practice is not that stressful for him, just do the program as written. Keep him gaining weight. Keep him eating. Um, there's no need to change something if it's working. If he starts to lose <laughs> weight, you've got a problem. Yep. I okay, mean, I'll everything about yep, this I'm kid up. is anabolic right now, and he ought to be growing like a weed. And if he's not growing like a weed, he's not eating enough. And if he's not eating enough, yeah, he's not work. getting recovered, and he's going to get hurt. So you can yep. gauge whether this is a, a defective process by the scale. If he comes in and he's gained a couple of pounds every week, which he should do, uh, then you're probably okay with it. It's fine. Yep. You're going to run a three-year LP yeah. is what you're going to do if you do it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if and if he uh, shows up one week and he's lost a pound. He's got to eat more. These these guys at school are yeah. fucking him up, and the, it, it, a lot of it's also the running that they have them do at school. They, you know, these coaches will think that oh, to play football you got to run three three miles, and that's incorrect. Yeah, somehow three miles applies to football. Yeah, I don't. It's like coaches don't ever watch football. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You, the other question is, I wanted to ask. All right. Over the course of the time that we worked together, I um. I haven't introduced the power clean to him because I was I wasn't as confident in my ability to coach it properly. Right. So I know it's a great exercise. Uh, it's something I do myself, um, but I felt in my ability to teach the other four lifts, you know, pretty well mm-hmm. based on my experiences and all. Um, I do want to I do want to introduce the power clean, you know, to him. You need to. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out right. To do that. Well, so, have you been to the seminar? No, I've not. Well, that might be an option for you. I think you know if you want to learn how to coach the power clean, then you got to be taught how to do the power clean the way we teach it. The way we teach it is the fastest, best way to learn how to do the clean. And you'll you'll yeah, learn that Sunday morning at the seminar. And if you're this into that the, the end of this process. Uh, I I think it would be a pretty good use of time and money to break down and come to the seminar. Where do you live? Great. And I plan to get there. I do want to meet all you, and I want to get to a seminar. And just on that note, just listening to the past caller, um, when when I do come out to that, and you talk a lot about taking notes and being a student and all, would you recommend, Mark, just bringing the books along and taking your notes directly into the book? Mm. No, I would use a notebook. I don't think so. No, I yeah, just bring a notebook because yeah. there's not a. The information I mean, is going to come at you. Everybody real fast. brings their book because they want me to autograph the damn things for some <laughs> reason. But if you want to, for some reason, there's some reasons. I mean, there are reasons to take notes in the book. That you would make notes right beside the illustrations in the book. That wouldn't hurt anything. But the vast majority of your note taking should just be you writing down what we say in a paper notebook. Hey, uh, where are you from? Uh, I live in the Hudson Valley. I live in, in New York. Okay. About, you, uh, the Hudson Valley, about 50 miles, about 50 miles north of New York City. How many how well, many coaches do we have in New York? 
Oh God, several, several. Well, so several. so yes, you need to come to a seminar. Yeah, Paladino like and Ina. Yeah. And who else is up? Is Ryan Arnold still up there? But you, no, he's somewhere else now. You need to you need to look around and find a starting strength coach in New York and go to them. And uh, if if you're wanting to get this done fast, and have them yeah. teach the power clean. Have you has the kid done a power clean? Are you like holding it back because there's some secret knowledge you're scared of? Have you tried it? No, I I, I just. You know what it was, Nick? I just was like, we're focusing on, you know, the, the, the other the other exercises because he was just starting out. Yep. I just really wanted to focus have, on just squats. Have him do a power clean this week, man. He may be able to already do it. <laughs> he might surprise <laughs> yeah. you. You got a young athletic kid. It's not going to hurt him. Just just have no, him try No, you're it. not going to hurt him. Yeah. I mean, and, it, it, the, the instruction doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. And here's you know? the other thing. If you are going to yeah. come to a seminar eventually, you want to have a baseline of experience having right. worked on it so that it's all not brand new to you. So it'll be valuable for both of you, and he's going to be just fine doing it. Have a, have they had him do power cleans at school? They don't do power cleans. No, they do. They, they do. do hang power cleans. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's an incoming freshman. He just started you know, working on, on the team over the summer, and then they went right into the season. So okay. any weight training program. Actually, the football team will happen after, after the season. Oh, um, okay. last yeah, thing, because Nick, you can't get a kid strong right. while he's playing football. Yeah, right. Yep. So, uh, Nick, by the way, wife just heard me on the phone with you and slipped a note in front of me, and she goes, "Tell Nick I've been secretly cleaning the cast iron pan with soap." Excellent. Good for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. That's that's she's good. That from me. <laughs> that's. Excellent. She's been hiding that from me the entire time, and I've never known. I'm adamant about not using You're just so surprised anyway, that your food tastes you like the, what break. it's supposed to taste like and not like last night's dinner every morning. God. <laughs> you guys great. God. I'm on the uh, I'm on the forum with you guys. I've had really good engagement with you guys, spoken to a bunch of folks, um, you know, around the uh, the community and all that stuff and really appreciate the work you guys are doing. I'm a big fan and uh, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the information. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk again. We appreciate you, man. See you at the seminar. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. People always have to poke the fucking bear, don't they, with the cast iron shit? It's, it's not even. So, it's, it's not even a problem. It's so easy. It, it's not even a problem. Like you and I have never had an argument about this because no. it doesn't fucking matter. They want I don't us, care. They want us you, to be mad at each other. If, if you want to fuck your cast iron skillet <laughs> up, I don't. I don't really care. I skillet, feel like you all have had an argument. Your skillet. Over this. <laughs> I feel like I've witnessed the argument over this. Nah, dude, uh, it's, it's all in good fun. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So anyway, who's next? And why did you walk away crying last time? <laughs> I stubbed my toe. <laughs> oh, Hello, is it Jeremy? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Is this, is this Jeremy? Yeah, this is Jeremy. Well, you got I'm calling spell, about, uh, so I had, a el- I had an elbow replacement about 20 years ago from a car accident. Oh, damn. The radio head in my right elbow got smashed. Right. So I have, I have about 150 degrees of range of motion, right. and uh, I'm just calling to see, like, what's your opinion on trying to start deadlifting because I'm just a little worried about the elbow. Uh, I don't think that uh, uh, you can, you, you've got full extension, right? You're talking about 150 degrees of flexion. No. It, 
No, it'll go. It'll. I won't go full extension. I'm. I'm stuck at about. If 180 would be full extension, I'm you got at about a 30 degree elbow at the hang. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of tough. I don't think you're going to hurt the prosthesis, but uh, I do think that that might predispose you to a little bit of elbow tendonitis. Uh, I think it would be worth trying. I think it's worth trying. Have you not tried it yet, or? I haven't really tried to go heavy. I've done some light stuff. I've maybe got up to, I don't know, maybe 150, 180 pounds, not real heavy. And I haven't felt anything, you know, severe pain or anything. I just, I talked to a trainer locally, and he just was really unsure about trying to progress. Well, I think that you are not going to know whether you can progress or not until you progress. Uh, if you'll go up five pounds of workout, you should have plenty of advanced Advanced, warning that something's wrong. If if something is going to develop a a pathology in the elbow, but I, I think you ought to try it. I have, I have an older client and he, he can't extend both of his arms and he's, he's deadlifting 405 right now. I mean, it's not, it's not to the extent it's not a 30 degree, but he, his elbows are still bent every time he pulls. That's because that's as far as he can straighten them. Yeah, but I mean, he's pulling four or five all the time. Yeah, he's pulling four or five. You know, we've got. Uh, I mean, I've been involved with powerlifting meets for forty-five years, and at every meet, there's always some old beat-up guy that's got to go show the head judge <laughs> that he can't straighten his elbow all the way out mm-hmm. on the deadlift. Yep, it just it's you know it it's common. It really isn't what what may uh occur is you might find that over time you get a little bit more mm-hmm. extension in the elbow mm-hmm. you know it might go ahead and remodel a little bit i would expect that to happen yep so i i just five pounds of workout and see what it see what how do you don't need to jump to 405 next week but just you know, go up to 185 and then 190 and 195 and add five and see what happens. And and if there's going to be a problem, you'll know well in advance. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Thanks, man. Okay, Jeremy. Thanks. Have a good one. Okay. He sounded unsure. Yeah. Didn't, <laughs> didn't sound convinced. You'll be all right, Jeremy. You'll be fine. Um, okay. Hello. Oh, there we go. Hey, Rip. Hey. This is uh, Samuel out of Fort Worth. Samuel out um, of Fort Worth. So I've been doing – you got it. Yes, sir. Um, it's an honor to say hey. But anyways, um, I've been doing the novice linear progression for about three months now. Right. And so I just wanted to shoot some numbers at you and see what you thought. Okay. Um, I, did, I squatted. Uh, 395 for three sets of five. Um, I deadlifted 385 for one set of five. Uh, I'm pressing 155 for three sets of five. And I benched 235 for three three sets of five. And I, my body weight's like 225 right now. Right. And so I, I know the deadlift's a little bit. 6'1". Uh, 6'1", six one. Six one, 225. Yeah. Yeah, you need to gain some so weight. And so, seems like my 
my deadlift stalling out maybe a little bit. So, or all right, deadlift is three eighty five for five, and a squat's three ninety five. Your squat three ninety five. If your deadlift stalling out is because you're giving up on it. Well, or he's right. got a three ninety five squat. Or he's squatting high. Yeah, mm, squats well, above yeah. parallel. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I, I, I will testify. I, I do get good depth. I, I just feel real strong in in my squat. Well, good. It may be that you're built for the squat and not for the deadlift. Maybe your arms are short. Maybe your torso's long. I don't. I, know. I do got I do got longer legs and maybe a shorter torso. Yeah. Even well, then, I, you know, even then, it should be uh, ahead. I think. Uh, where do you train down there? Uh, just at like a a local gym. Well, community gym. All right. Now, I've got a video or an article up. And we've got videos on this on the website about how to think about the deadlift. And it may be that you need to, to, to review that. We do not pull the bar off the floor. We push the bar away from the floor with the feet. And it right. solves a whole bunch of problems when you think about it like that. It solves lots and lots and lots of problems. And it may right. be that you're not doing that correctly. And it just to, because you can bull through a deadlift. Yep. You know, most people can just just keep pulling on the fucking thing and it'll go. You know. But if you're not thinking about it correctly, if you're and and specifically what that means is when you're doing this wrong, you're trying to extend the hips first to pull it off the floor instead of extending the knees first to push it away from the floor and this makes a huge amount of difference in the perception of the load in your hands it really really does so uh, go to the website and review this material and see if that doesn't change something the next time you pull are you still squatting heavy three sets of five three days a week Yes, sir. Yep. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the three sets of five. How often? And it seems like there's uh, every workout. You're still deadlifting every workout? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm three months into the novice linear progression. Um, it, I mean, it has gotten harder and harder. Well, these are pretty wanna, good numbers. You know. for. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Pretty good numbers for just three months worth of stuff. Usually, now, people who are in his situation, it's 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 either what you said, the pulling mechanics issue. Uh, you uh, really likely is that you haven't learned how to hold your back in position off the floor. Uh, people, right, people and I, are, I've been go ahead. I've been trying to set my back by pulling the slack out of the bar and taking a big breath and really shoving that lumbar down and right. pushing my stomach through my. Well, we can my, uh, we can look at the video if you'll push it on the. Posted on the forums, we'd look at a video to determine whether that's taking place. But here's another another aspect of the thing that's often not appreciated: if your grip is not the grip is the other one, right? Real good. Yep. You will it, not it, pull. It's not. You will not pull what you cannot hold. Your back will not pull right. something that's coming out of your hands. There's right. a feedback mechanism. Are you using chalk and a mixed or hook grip? on the deadlift i've been using chalk and i'm trying to stay uh double overhand there we go brother that's not the that's not 
that's not a good all right so this is what i want you to do next time you pull i want you to use straps just to answer the question i want you to use straps now the straps you use the, the way you use them it's illustrated in the book do not use those stupid ass bodybuilding straps with a loop sewed onto one end of them they don't work they don't work worth a damn all right you need to use a what would essentially be a long piece of seat belt and there is a there is a step-by-step illustration of how to put the straps on the bar in the book (coughs) and it'll take you oh it's going to take you two or three workouts to where that feels comfortable where it takes place in a real timely fashion i can put i can come up to the bar and put my straps on the bar in about five seconds without having to right. stand there and fuck doing it. it yeah and uh and if you if you'll do that pull your next deadlift workout with straps installed uh, correct straps applied correctly and uh and see what you think about that because i have a feeling that you've got uh, a grip issue well yeah if he's not if he's it, sticking with double overhand it, that's double that's overhand the problem is, right there double overhand is not gonna i mean that won't take you to a 600 deadlift it won't do it so it's it's safe to alternate my grip yes sure it is <laughs> just keep your elbow straight yeah you could use an alternate grip right. if you want to, sure. Have you ever tried hook gripping? I have. I have not. Maybe not. But if you're having these heavier sets. Yeah. Look, if you alternate your grip, you're going to pull a deadlift PR every workout this week. Yep. That's, a, that's exactly right. And you will for the next two, right two fucking months, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably and, uh, uh, the alternate grip would be. But I, I, I'm recommending the straps as a test. Sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yep. Because th- okay. that way, there's no doubt in your mind that the grip, then, right, was the problem. Yep. All right, and then start doing an alternate grip. And again, most people use the the prone hand in an alternate grip is your is your dexterous hand. If you're right-handed, right handed, your left hand is the supine hand. I've always been a proponent of hook grip, so. Hook grip works. Yeah. You just got to wrap your mind around the idea that your thumbs are going to hurt for a little while. And then right. it eventually stops. You get out of it. I've got a video that we show at the seminar of Brad Gillingham hook gripping 400 kilos. 881. Mm-hmm. So you could do 405. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you just yes, sir. get used to it. But I, and as far and as another, my weight, you're six one. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Six one two twenty five is you're not fully grown yet. Up from yeah. what? What'd you start? I've been with? making big strides uh, as far as body weight or yeah. my body weight. What I'm lifting? What'd you start at body body weight? weight. <sighs> Probably around like two ten. I would say. I, so you haven't really gained that much weight yet. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you right. need to be 245 here pretty quick. Yeah. All right. You, and uh, honestly, uh, these past few weeks, I've been drinking the milk, my and it's, it 
is helping me gain weight. No shit. You know, people <laughs> people laugh at me when I people laugh at me when I'm carrying a gallon of milk Isn't walking that around. Weird how that works? Let them laugh. So be it. Let yeah. the little skinny bastard and laugh I, at you. And That's fine. My friend Chris shows about up to seven, eight, four, seven, eight eight guy shows up to jujitsu with his half gallon of fair life. <laughs> God, yeah. I love fair life. Yeah. Fair life's too damn expensive. I crush one of those a day. I just I'm with you, Rip. I get the red cap, Walmart. <laughs> that's, that's what I do, man. I, you know. Yeah, but when you're I, when you're forty, you might. Fair life is yeah, like that's, ice that's cream. the problem. Fair that's life is like drinking ice cream. It's just, it's, 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 it's I'm so not good. worth it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm not worth that kind of so investment. So good. Oh, I know it's good. Okay. Shit. Fair life chocolate. Milk. Alrighty. Oh, oh God, my God. Damn. Oh shit. Those criminal bastards. <laughs> How could anybody choose heroin over fair life chocolate? Y'all like sardines? Oh, I love sardines. I eat them all the time. Right on. Yes, sir. Well, that's that's kind of an interesting Were you just curious? (laughs) I thought he was going to send you some (laughs) sardines. It was the association between the sardines and the chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That's obvious, right? Oh, God damn it. That was funny. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for the call. Gain some weight. Go to an all-you-can-eat place and make them throw you out. Hey, you hey, like Rip. sardines? Do you like sardines? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I love sardines. Hell yeah. Oh, smoky sardines. Oh, those are so good. God almighty. <laughs> you know, I've got some jar of sardines at home. Mm-hmm. And I, so some nights I'll just go home and I'll... Open a jar of sardines, big jar, smoky. Eat all of them, and and cook some white rice, and then dump the jar of sardines on the white rice, and mix it up and eat it, and it's good. Hell yeah, it's good. Okay, all right, all right. Hey. Are you there? We're tickling Brett Hello. right now. Who's there? This is Brett. Hi, Brett. South Haven, Mississippi. Sapnin. Uh, I had two questions for you. Okay, sir. Uh, when I hear you, you, people call in that are, you know, fairly light body weight, which I'm 5'11", 198. Mm, I know right. I'm not high enough, but I'm slowly, I'm slowly gaining weight. All My right. question is, I've heard you say get to a certain weight as right. fast as you can. Right. If if you're still making progression, like I'm only gaining one or two pounds a week, you can take. If you're look, still making progress, what's the what's the benefit of gaining weight like really fast? So your levers get better. All right, now this is an underappreciated okay. aspect of an increase in body weight. Okay, you can lift more weight. You can squat more weight and deadlift more weight with a bigger thigh than you can with a smaller thigh because of the angles that the larger muscle bellies apply to the joints they are extending. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. All right. If you've got a big quad and the belly of your quad is standing up off of your leg, it's more efficient at extending your knee than a skinny quad. In yeah. considering beyond just the amount of muscle mass producing the contraction. 
okay? It's levers, all right? There's a reason why at 5'11", you're going to lift your biggest total at about 275 or, or 285 pounds, all right? I don't seem to get all the way up there. I know you don't <laughs> see you, because you think well, one pound of body to, weight, you think one pound a week body weight gain is cool. Well, here, here's well, what of pe- course you don't see that. Here's what people miss, and this is why this is why Rip uh, and and Starting Strength gets the reputation for telling everybody to get fat. Um, it, the governor on this process is the weight on the bar. So as you're in, increasing the rate of weight gain, there has to be a commensurate increase in the weight on the bar because that's the whole fucking point, right? Yeah, we don't want you to just get fat and continue we, to squat 405. That's yeah, not that's yeah, no, I, I have no issue with gaining weight. It's just I'm saying someone calls in that's my weight. But I think you do have an issue with gaining weight <laughs> because of the way you phrased the question. I think you, in fact, have an issue of gaining weight because you don't want to do it too fast okay how old are you here's a real important part of this how old are you are you 82 32 you're 32 32 and i'm a young man you are a young man now let me point something out to you at 32 you're looking at 40 just around the corner right yeah you're not going to be able to work as hard when you're 40 as you are when you're 32. When you're 32, you're not really any different than you were when you were 25 in terms of the your ability to recover from a whole bunch of training. But you can't recover from a whole bunch of training if you're not eating enough. Now, you need to be eating at least, at the very least, 250 grams of protein a day and preferably 300. And... At 32, if you're training three times a week, you need to be getting 4,500 calories a day. Now, if you do that, you'll gain weight. And it's not going to be fat. All right? We don't want you to get fat. I don't know where that came from. But, you know, people that want to argue with us have to. Well, it comes from people doing it wrong. Gaining 40 pounds and and squatting 280. That's where it came from. Yeah, it's just, and then they blame you for that. You know, it's not my fault that <clears throat> here's, you're a pussy under the bar. Here's right? how I would a- approach your the the answer to your question. I would first thing I would ask you is, have you did you hit a PR on all your lifts every single workout this week? Yeah, I'm still I'm still going up, and I'm squatting three forty five. I deadlift four twenty five. Was there uh, were there three PRs? Were there three PRs on all the lifts this week? Yes, but I'm noticing it's starting to slow like, down. Right, my joints are getting my hip, my hips, my hips are. It's it's not slowing down, but I'm more. I'm getting more worried about it. Next workout. Yeah, that's time. what's slowing down. All means. right, gain weight. <clears throat> yep, gain weight. We look. I, we are not talking here on this podcast. We're not talk, with our program. We're not dealing with people who are huge and fat already. We are not talking about people who are concerned about having slabs of abs you know I, we're not concerned with people yeah. who are trying to stay at 10 percent body fat those are that's not who we're talking to we're talking to normal human males who want to get big and strong now if you're not a normal human male who wants to get big and strong this is not your program and we have never said that it was but we don't we don't want you to get fat but if you get your body fat up to 18%, I don't care about that. If you're going to get recovered 
adequately from this program, you're going to have to be carrying 16, 17, 18, 19% body fat, or you're not eating enough to get recovered. I don't care about looking at your abs. I'm not gay for you. I don't care about that. The problem is that you know, most, I, most I, people I, have no idea what 15% body fat. Most no. people have no clue what 10% body no. fat looks no. like. 10% body fat is visible abs. 15%, 18%, 20% looks right. like. Right. So, look, man, you, if you've been consistently gaining a pound a week um, you, and you're at the stage where things are slowing down, and this is indicative of, um, the, the the things that you're feeling in terms of aches and pains, these are indicative of uh, of not enough recovery, right? So right. what that what that yeah, tells me muscle soreness, it's like hip knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that, that's stuff. exactly what, it what is. that tells me is that the rate of your like right now you are at the point where the, the amount of weight that you need to, need to be uh, gaining needs to go up two pounds at least a week, if at not least, three. If three not would three. probably be better, and that's three temporary. Be that's a temporary situation to get you through this uh, phase of your training where things are actually starting to get hard and you're actually starting to make some serious strength adaptations because you haven't really been up to this point. Um, right. So, so you've got to get through the next two to three months of your training, uh, recovering along the way. That's going to mean more food, more recovery. Uh, and then so you see what happens at the end of that process, and then you start tapering things back. If necessary, you probably find that you won't need to taper anything back. You're going to have to just keep... Uh, on that trajectory for a while uh, and the people that do that right make ridiculous progress i mean just it, it's just that's where 600 this, deadlifts are not odd right you know 600 deadlifts are not odd yeah. a guy your size if you're not deadlifting 600 this time next year you just, you know just didn't want to yeah, yeah, it's kind you know. of a, it's kind of a a, yeah. a, a a real critical point in how you proceed with your training career because this is where, where you're at right now is where most people stop because shit starts to get hard and they start looking for uh, a way to make things easier uh, and usually the first or, the first thing is I need to go on a cut and go, do hypertrophy or they let aesthetics become a consideration. Well, that's that's yes. an excuse because aesthetics right. is always a consideration. Exactly, aesthetics is always a consideration. It is a consideration, but everybody you're misperceiving wants to look aesthetics. So they're using right. they're using easier programming as an excuse because the aesthetic goals come with a bigger squat and a bigger deadlift, and the only way to get that is to get bigger. In other words, you will look better in your clothes with a six hundred deadlift than you will with a three fifty deadlift. Even though your abs, <laughs> even though your abs, what? This fucking guy says, I'm shaking and crying as I eat right now. <laughs> <laughs> even if you go from 12% body fat to 18% body fat, your neck grew two inches, your arms grew two inches, your shoulders got wider, you got traps. Stick it up off the back of your shoulders. Your hips are deeper. Your legs are deeper. And you look better in your clothes. Even having gained 6% body fat while going from a 350 deadlift to a 600 deadlift. Now, that's aesthetics. Okay? Aesthetics is not visible abs. Visible abs are for the bedroom. Not even then. Yeah. Really not even then. 
No. Women don't no. give a shit about Women don't abs care about your dudes. abs. <laughs> visible abs are for if other If you've dudes. got, if you, yes, visible, visible abs, abs are for are other guys. That's absolutely right. They're the right. only ones that give a shit. If, if you run into a woman who likes your visible abs, she won't be around Get long. the hell away from her. <laughs> She's a psycho. Uh, my wife's on the program, too. She's I a P4. She There's no doubt for that woman. Yeah. Keep her. <laughs> so, all right. Well, my, you need my to my gain some weight. About my wife. Eat more. Have, what are you eating today right now? That's a good place to start. Just lie, man. Say you're drinking milk. <laughs> around 3,000 3, um, uh, 3, or less. 3,000 or less? That's just inadequate. Yeah. It's inadequate. Are you drinking milk right now? No. Add a gallon of milk to your diet starting today. You know, take three or four days to ramp it up. But you just keep eating what you're eating right now. You add a gallon of milk a day, and let's just see what happens to you. I think you'll find the answer to your problem. That's you not something you're going to do the rest of your life either. You know, you're not going to drink a gallon of milk the rest yeah. of your life. But until you gain another if 25 gain, pounds, that's what you need to do. You'll find all those little aches and pains do, will go away. If you gain weight quickly, is there you still do the five-pound jumps? I mean, yeah. Once they, those are so big so jumps. Stay consistent with the well, at, at your level of training. Those. A five-pound jump on the squat is a pretty good little jump. Yeah, you know. That's that's a pretty decent little jump, and and they fifteen pounds a week. Now that's, you know, yep. that's 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 a significant okay. uh, increase in training load. I got you. And you can do it if you gain weight, but you can't do it without gaining weight. All the little aches and pains yep. are a result of the fact that you're on the edge of your recovery. Because you're not eating enough food. All right? Okay. I can just hear the haters okay. right now. Rip's telling everybody to get fat. I, have I been clear about that? You understand that I'm not telling you I want you fat, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. What's What's the question about your wife? I get it. I, I tell <laughs> my wife, I no, she's deadlifting 225. She squats 185. Um she's got this like mental block about putting five more pounds on but she's her of body her weight pattern so fast no on the bar body no, weight no, no, or on, on the bar. bar on the bar on the bar we'll just have her put you know, two and pounds I could, on well i'm saying i could i've tricked her before <laughs> she she never pays i just i just tell her what i put on the bar oh my god i'm saying she's she gonna hear this 225 you know. I, I know but I could put like 240 on and she'll do it and say, man, that was like super heavy on, on her deadlift. Right. And then I'm like, that's because it was 240 and you did it fine. And well, this girl can't add, can she? <laughs> you guys, so what's she the question? She's not a mathematician, is she? What? You guys, well, the question is. You guys got to come to an agreement why? that she just doesn't know what's on the bar. If that if this is how you're going to approach it, right? Just be like, hey, just let me load the bar. Yeah, <laughs> just, you I'll just load do it. the bar. You yeah. just do the load. Yeah. You just pull the set of five. All I need from you is the fifth rep. I don't need I your you. lip. I don't need your smart mouth. I don't <laughs> need any criticism of my ability here. All I need is the fifth rep of the set. 
That's all I need. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about the the mental. Pe- people get this. I had a guy. I remember this years and years ago, and I probably would have handled the situation much better knowing what I know now. But this guy, for no reason at all, could not squat more than two twenty five. Couldn't squat two thirty. Two twenty two. Fine. As soon as he knew he was squatting two twenty five, he motherfucker would start failing. It's amazing. And this just is extra, a, he just had a, had a governor in him, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so is that the question? What do you, what do, you do right. about that mental block? Yeah. Lie to her. Yeah. Mm. Lies. Just, uh, just uh, have right. her be okay with uh, The world with runs on lies. On. <laughs> Haven't you figured that out yet? <laughs> the world runs on lies. Oh, yeah. The vaccines are safe and effective. Just shut up. She was. She was a nurse. She stopped being a nurse because they wanted her to take the vaccine. Good for her. Well, she's nice. got a leg up on reality. Then that's that's excellent. All right. I'm so. the guy that sent you guys the the, the orphan barrels. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, well, I, I remember that. I remember yep. that. I I thought that was a rather extravagant present. But we well, appreciate. I, it. I don't like that stuff. Well, <laughs> Well, I'm glad we could take it off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good problem yes, to have. All right. All, all right, right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Questions. Come to the seminar. We'll see you. All right? All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Let's do one more. One more. Hello. Hey, Rip. How's it going? Hey, I'm going fine, man. Who are you? Hey, my name is John. I live Hi, John. in Florida. I'm calling... Colin's seeking a little bit of advice from you on how to maybe adapt the program to my needs. I'm a, uh, I'm retired from the military because I have a neuromuscular disease, used to train pretty hard. And, and now I, I still train on the program, although I'm, you know, not quite like I used to. So the disease specifically, the issue is that the more I use my muscles, the more fatigue I get. So essentially, um, you know, if I train really hard by the end of that third set, I almost don't have a whole lot left in the tank. So when I hit these big sessions of, you know, squat, bench, deadlift, by the end of that, it's really hard for me to recover in a day or two, and my numbers go down, where if I could maybe squat once a week or less frequently, I might be able to get more linear progress. Does that make sense? How old are you? I am 38. And what's the nature of your neuromuscular disease? Uh, it's called myasthenia gravis. It's an autoimmune right. disease that right. um, essentially acetylcholine doesn't bind to the receptor. Okay. Well, all right. In your situation, this is what I would immediately do. I would immediately stop doing sets across. Just do one okay. set of five. And if and I might even, if I were you, I might go to once a week squat, once a week deadlift. Once a week press, okay. once a week bench. That's that's the way I would but modify still the, that. Uh, only one set. One set. One heavy okay. set. Got it. One heavy set and make progress in small increments. And let's see if that allows you to get recovered and still make progress. And it might. Okay. And you think if it doesn't, maybe add a little bit more work in, but not quite the sets across? I wouldn't add any more work, no, in terms of sets across, All no. Right. No, I mean, you're limited with what you can uh, what you can do. Now, let me ask you this. Are you on testosterone replacement therapy? 
I am not. I have been at one time, and uh, that was prior to getting ill. I was much, much stronger. Um, Why are you not on it now? my testosterone is relatively low. Why are you not on it now? There's some conflicting answers from my different doctors about whether or not it might play a role in my disease. What role could TRT play in myasthenic gravis? Did they tell you? I don't don't know. No, I I suggest that you... let Let me make a suggestion. Let me suggest that they don't know either. And that they're just erring on the side of saying, you know, of covering their asses like doctors always do. Let me suggest that you look into that and do your own research on it and determine for yourself whether or not TRT is going to be harmful. Because if, if you can get on testosterone and have it help any at all, then it's certainly worth doing. It's certainly worth doing. Right. And, uh, yeah, it would certainly help with recovery. No it would re- help with all kinds of things. And talk I, to one of our TRT doctors. They'll probably have some um, knowledge on you that. You need to, need to talk to one of the guys that we associate yeah. with. But I think just to make, you make yourself comfortable, I think you need to look into this yeah. and see if you, if there is an, a, a possible mechanism by which, uh, testosterone would aggravate this disease, and I guarantee you, you'll find that there's not. Are you uh, taking creatine? Yeah, typically it's the opposite in autoimmune disease. Yeah. Again, are you taking creatine? I am. Yeah, I take ten grams okay. a day. Good. All right. Yeah, I think that that's uh, something you need to explore. But in answer to your programming sure, question, right. I think you cut the sets the sets across. Uh, if you if you can't recover from them, there's no point in doing them. So just yeah, you know, do something else. <clears throat> right on. I okay, man. It. Good luck to you. Thanks for the call. Okay. Bye. Okay. That all. That's it. <clears throat> all right then. Well, okay then. Well, all right. That's all. That's all. Shut up. Fucking monkey's been bothering us all the whole goddamn time. You know. Go find a tree. Instead of sitting around on the desk all the time. He's been cozy enough to that mug lately. He likes that mug, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, there's various compromised positions we've caught him in <laughs> over the past, <laughs> past few weeks with the mug. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you guys for joining us on our call-in Q&A. We've got some important guests coming up um, on the show we're going to talk to over the next few weeks. We'll look forward to sharing that with you guys. And uh, uh, join us again next week on Starting Strength Radio.